Hello everyone, welcome to episode 36 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. Today we're going to be talking about, the actual topic is going to be mountain goats and whether we should do translocations, reintroductions, or introductions into new areas or areas that need a little more support or areas where mountain goats once were that have now died off or moved away due to storms or whatever. And... Uh, here where I live in Utah, it's a more arid climate, and there's a big issue going on right now with not only just uh, non-consumptives, um, there's some agricultural people that are invested in this that, that have a, a problem with it, and then there's the Forest Service. There's a whole bunch of parties that are all in disagreement or over one faction or another, whether they should do an introduction, reintroduction, or translocation. So a translocation um, is something that's being talked about specifically in the area that I'm in. We had, uh, I guess, roughly four mountain goat leave their normal range and move north to where I'm at, about 20 miles. And they've popped up and they're in perfect mountain goat habitat and the state of Utah really would like to bring in um, some mountain goats to help bolster that population before they were talking about doing an introduction into that area and the Forest Service said absolutely not but now that there's a population already there they are established so to speak and so now the they are looking at doing a translocation to help bolster that population and the Forest Service isn't very happy about it also researchers and academics and those who monitor plants and different habitats uh, different plants within these habitats are concerned about a couple endangered flowers there is uh, down in the south. There's some issue. There's some issues with a couple of different flowers down there, and there's also some issues with some flowers up here. And so they don't want these translocations, reintroductions, or introductions to take place. So the question is, how much effect are they going to have once you bring in a population and they start to move? How much effect are they going to have? And the real answer is it depends. Now, if you're bringing in a thousand animals to an area that has no water, they're going to have a large effect. If you bring in a small population and let them grow over time themselves, that is something that's going to need to be monitored. And in today's society, that's difficult. That's a difficult decision to make. Because there's so many parties and it's so complex. They all have different goals. And uh, I kind of like what happened is the animals themselves decided to move into these areas. Now it's up to the wildlife managers as well as Forest Service and all the other players involved to decide how large are they going to let that. Let that population grow. I know in certain instances, the Forest Service would rather not have them there because of these endangered species of plants. And so now you have to get two groups 
who are working against each other for opposite goals to try and work together. And these are the challenges that wildlife officials as well as land managers all have. There's just conflict constantly. When researchers were studying the effects of these mountain goats being brought into these certain areas, whether it was LaSalle's or other areas, they didn't really notice um, a change right off the bat. Obviously, the, the population was so small and the effects were so minimal that it's challenging to notice. So this is a process that's going to have to be watched over time, just like anything else. And we won't know the positives or the negatives for a few years down the road. But it does make you stop and think, just because you want to do something doesn't mean you should. I'm not saying that wildlife managers shouldn't bring in these mountain goats. I'm not saying they should or shouldn't. But I think it, it plays into a larger context. Um, we are only human and we don't have the ability to understand the ramifications of all the things that we do. And I'm specifically talking about the lake trout that were introduced into the Yellowstone. Um, they had been brought into a lake back in in uh, the 1890s called Lewis and the Lewis and Shoshone Lakes and officials believe that they were introduced illegally sometime in Yellowstone Lake around the 1980s 1990s the first verified lake trout that was caught it was in 94 and the challenges that these introduced species cause on others when they're not used to them is like a mature lake trout can eat up to 41 cutthroat Per year and it has dropped populations of cutthroat to less than 10% of their historic highs is what researchers believe and there's a bunch of effects that go into that and you're like well why can't we just introduce something else because we don't know what those ramifications will be either so there's a lot of species that depend upon these cutthroats that they can't get from lake trout because lake trout are deep living fish so there's the grizzlies there's otters there's bald eagles there's a whole bunch of animals that depend upon cutthroat and when you drop those they're going to have to go somewhere else and find a different food source which is then going to cause another issue somewhere else and there's a lot of there's a lot of effort that goes into removing an introduced species once we realize the effects and most of the time it can't be undone researchers and officials and biologists don't ever believe that they'll get rid of the lake trout in yellowstone they don't think it's possible they've currently removed 3.4 million lake trout since 1994 anglers are currently catching around 20,000 lake trout each year population model estimates a 71 percent decline in lake trout that are six years or older though lake trout recruitment remains strong it's like once they remove a lot then these other populations start popping up and boom lake trout come back so you have this kind of yo-yo effect so we don't really know exactly what's going to happen when we reintroduce or introduce a species now translocations are something else animals are moving into these areas on their own and the one thing we can do is monitor 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 
and find out what effects they're going to have. All right. This kind of long-winded, kind of rambling, but hope you guys learned something. Stay wild. Have a great day.